0: Ask a designer, anything.com. Hello, I'm Craig and welcome to Ask a Designer Anything, episode 66. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now today's question, now we're back to normal programming, is actually a really interesting one. It's all about what stops entrepreneurs from taking action. I had a great question from Chris, so thanks so much for this question, Chris. And I'm going to just read out his, all, his whole email. All at once, because I think it's, it's, wor- it's worth your listening to this entire thing. So, this is exactly what Chris said to me. He said, I have a few entrepreneurial ideas, but I've never pursued them. They're just ideas in a notebook. It's driving me crazy because I want to explore them much more, but something is holding me back. Is it fear? I work full time and I'm a father of two, and I'm so tired at the end of a day, but I'm thinking I should be doing something towards my business in that time. So my question is this, what stops budding entrepreneurs the most from taking action? I think that's a really interesting question, and I'm going to try and answer this (laughs) as succinctly as possible, and this is only based on my experience, Um, but I think I've got some useful things to tell you, Chris, for this episode, so let's get to it. So what stops entrepreneurs from doing the things that, that they think they should be doing? What stops them from taking action What stops them from working on the next greatest idea? Uh, What stops them from doing stuff, basically? I think it's a really interesting question, and it's so, so, so multifaceted, and there's no way that I'm going to be able to cover every single part of it in this episode. But I want to start with number one, which is fear. And this is something that Chris mentioned in his email as well. I think fear, without a doubt, and not just budding entrepreneurs, just anybody, I think fear is the biggest driving force for people for not doing things to not take action, particularly fear of rejection. I think fear of rejection is the number one thing that people are most scared of. They're they're afraid that they're going to do something and it's it's just not going to be any good. And it's going to be a waste of time because they tried to do it and they got rejected in whatever way. I often see this uh, when people are starting to blog or people are making podcasts or people are making videos or whatever it is, whenever they're putting themselves out there in some way, uh, you know, putting themselves out there uh, in terms of critique or the ability for somebody to critique them, this is what often pops up, the fear of rejection. And that often stops people from starting things, which I think is a real shame. I covered this. Back in episode fifty-seven. So if you've not listened to episode fifty-seven, I entitled it Getting Over Yourself and Putting Yourself on the Line. I think it's really worth listening to if you're at the minute struggling with fear of rejection specifically. The other thing, the other part of fear, is failure, which is also a big one, but I don't think it's as big as rejection. So if we look at failure, that is when someone is scared well, scared of failing. It's pretty it's pretty obvious what it means. Um but people are often afraid of failing. And this is, a, this is a culture thing, I think, in England. where We're always afraid of failing. We're afraid of doing the wrong things, or we're afraid, in some sense, it ties into rejection. We're afraid of what people think of us, and we're afraid that we might be a failure to them. But the way to get over failure is the same way to get over rejection. You've just got to try and do whatever it is that you've got at least try one of your ideas and just get on with it and try and get over that failure. You've got to fail to get over the fear of failure. And it's like any other fear. You've got to get over the fear to get over the fear, if, if that makes any sense at all. But I think you get what I mean there when I say that. The other one, which I hear all the time, and to be honest, I use this excuse as well. So I'm kind of talking to myself as well whilst I'm doing this episode when I'm when I'm talking about this one is lack of time. I hear I hear that so much from myself and from other people. You tell them to do something and they say, I haven't got time to do it. I'm too busy. You know? I'm doing too many things. There's no way I could fit that into my schedule. I haven't got time for a meeting. I haven't got time to learn how to do this. I haven't got time to go over there and do that. I hear the lack of time thing so so much. And to be honest, it's mostly bollocks. It's mostly utter bollocks. When people say they've got a lack of time or I haven't got enough time to do that, it's a little white lie that we like telling ourselves. Often when we say I haven't got time to do that, what we really mean is that it's not a priority right now. Other things in our life have bigger priorities than that thing. You can make time to do anything if you really want to do it. If you've If you want to do the thing, we've always got spare time in our life to do it. Or conversely, we can drop something that we're already doing that's not serving us well. So let's take an example. You might be one of those people out there that's listening to me right now and think that I'm talking bollocks. (laughs) When I'm saying um, you've got time to do something, you might think I'm being stupid. You might think I'm balmy or I'm mad. But let's look at some of the things that you're currently doing at the minute well, you're listening to this podcast for a start. So that might mean that you just sat there and listening to what I'm saying, but you also probably do things like watch TV or you might play video games or you might talk to people on the phone or you might read novels or fiction or whatever, or you might watch a lot of films. There's always something in your life that you can temporarily remove to fit in something else. I can guarantee it. I always find this every time I do a day, a a challenge a day for 365 days, I always find that somehow I find the time to do the thing that I never said I had the time to do before. So uh, with this year, I'm doing a podcast a day for 365 days. Well, I used to say that I didn't have the time to do a podcast or I didn't have the time to do a blog or I didn't have the time to do marketing or I didn't have the time to do social media. Funnily enough, since I've committed to doing a podcast a day, I've managed to find the time to do it every single day, and and that's not a coincidence. It's because it's because I wanted to do it. I saw value in making a podcast a day, learning the art of audio production, which I think I'm getting there somewhat. It sound it's sounding better. Anyway, that's a side note. I think I'm I'm learning because I wanted to learn how to make podcasts, and because I saw the value in it, I made the time to do it. And sometimes, you know, that means that I don't finish doing stuff. Till 10 p.m. at night, but because I want to do it, that's not a problem. If the point I'm really getting at with this is if you're telling yourself that you've got a lack of time, and no matter what's going on in your life, if you've got kids, or if you've, or if you've got to look after someone, or you don't finish work till 9 p.m., there's always time to do something. If you finish work at 9 p.m., or if you can't start working on on your thing until 9 p.m., spend 20 minutes on it. It doesn't matter how long you've got, there's always time to spend a little bit of time on whatever it is, but that's only if it's important enough to you. The final one that I hear a lot of, and this is one that I experience tons as well. When you're an ideas person, you think of a lot of ideas, obviously. (laughs) So that means that you've got a lot of ideas in a notebook somewhere and you don't know which one to start with. So you're very, very overwhelmed by the prospect of doing anything because you've got so many ideas sat there and because you've got so many ideas sat there we often tell ourselves this this little white lie another little white lie again in fact that i've i've got all those ideas that's that's my meal ticket i've got all these ideas and the ideas are precious and the ideas are somehow uh, really special well let me let you in on another little secret ideas are nothing Ideas by themselves, no matter how good they are, no matter how good you think they are, no matter how much money you think they're worth, they're worth zero. An idea by itself is worth zero. It's all about the execution. So if you've got a, notebooks, a notebook or notebooks full of ideas, they mean nothing, zero. So it doesn't matter. Just pick a page and start working on that idea or pick your favorite idea or the idea that you think is gonna make you the most money. But the point I'm getting at is that it doesn't matter how many ideas you've got. The ideas mean nothing. It's the execution that matters. So you need to work towards picking an idea as soon as you can. Because the truth is coming up with the idea is the easy part. A lot of people tell themselves that they're not a creative person or they're not capable of thinking ideas, thinking of ideas, but they actually are. And if you are an ideas person, You know how easy it is to come up with an idea. All you have to do is take a shower and you've got another idea. But the most important thing is to pick an idea and actually execute on that idea. Just focus on one idea right now. For the next two months or three months, spend 20 minutes a day on it. And you'll start to make progress on something towards something that actually means something. That's not just an idea in a notebook. So how do you get past all this? How do you get past the fear of rejection and the fear of failure and having a lack of time or being overwhelmed by having too many ideas? The number one thing to do is make time for it, no matter what. If it's important to you, you'll make time for it. You don't need me to tell you to make time for it. If you're not making time for it right now and you prefer to sit and watch television or play video games or talk on the phone or read a novel or watch films, then the idea is not that important to you and you're not ready to take it any further at this point anyway. But if you are, you need to work out a way to make time, no matter how little that time is. Even if it's an hour a week, you need to find the time to make it. And another a little point I want to make as well is about tiredness. It's another kind of a little white light that we tell ourselves Tiredness is actually a human bodily function, so you, you can't actually be tired. But often when we think we're tired, we're not actually that tired. And you'll find it a lot. If you get inspired by something or if you go for a run or if you start working on something that you're really passionate about, suddenly you're not tired anymore. And that's because often tiredness is not actually a level of tiredness. If you think you're tired, it's often a low state of energy. And that might be because you've been sat watching telly for two hours So tiredness is not an excuse to not do something. You need to turn up every time you say you're going to turn up and execute on the idea that you're thinking about. I want to finish this podcast just by telling you a quote. It's a really short quote and it's a little bit cheesy, but I do think it's valuable. And that is, extraordinary results require extraordinary efforts. And what that means is you can't keep doing the same thing you're doing now and expect extraordinary results. That is not how life works. You need to mix it up. To do that, you need to follow the things that I've said in this episode. Maybe you should try a a day, a thing a day challenge for 365 days, or maybe not commit to a year, maybe commit to 30 days. Whatever you're doing, you need to mix up your schedule right now and find a different way to get out of that funk that you're currently experiencing what stops you from taking complete action. Thanks so much for listening. That was episode 66. And you can find the show notes at askadesignoranything.com forward slash EP66. If you want even more marketing tips, I've got a weekly newsletter that I send out every Sunday evening. And it usually, it's got a little bit of an inspiring story in it. I try and G you up <laughs> a little bit like this episode. I try and inspire you to to go and do something or take action on something that maybe you've not been taking action on. I only share those stories in that newsletter that week in my newsletter and nowhere else. So that content is completely exclusive when it gets sent to your inbox. So that's the only way you can get it. So if you're interested in that, go over to my website, scroll down to the bottom and sign up now. If you've not noticed by now, I'm here every single day and I'm going to be here every single day for the next 365 days. So if you've got a question or something that you'd like me to talk about on my podcast, let me know go over to my website at Anything.com and you can ask it right there. There's even a page for you. It's called Ask A Question, quite obviously named, obviously. You can also find me on Twitter. So if you prefer to communicate with a tweet, go over to Twitter and just search for Craig Burgess, all one word, and you'll find me on there. Finally, if you enjoyed today's episode and you use iTunes to subscribe to this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you could drop me a review. And thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you tomorrow on the next episode of Ask A Design Or Anything.